What up, what up, what up? What up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita, but they like to call me Who Miss Hollywood, and you're tuned into yet another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast. I can't sing, but I'll try. <laughs> hey, is it me or is it hot in here? Is it me or is it We got a special guest today. You can be anywhere in the world. But you're here with me, baby. We on a new platform. Hey, hey. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's hot outside today. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey. KK produce more hotness. Hey. Yep. Yep. I feel like Teddy Riley. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that's tuned in on YouTube. Oh my gosh. Exclusively on YouTube. Instagram is no more. I'm not hating on Instagram because it's still getting me what I need, but hey. I should have been this switched a long time ago. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. What up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita, but they like to call me Who Miss Hollywood. <laughs> You tuned into yet another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast, podcast, podcast. Oh, bars. No, I'm just playing. Um, as you guys know, and actually, actually, you might not know because this is something new to the both of us. Yesterday, I did my YouTube, my first YouTube live in, uh, interview, and it went it went well. It could have been better how, because of the graphics and so on and so forth. However, the guest that I had up there, he was amazing. He's a legendary DJ. But before I get into that, what am I doing? So Hollywood the Podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally and where I bring them this thing. I'm sorry, where I bring them together with this thing called entertainment. <laughs> Shout out, shout out to everybody that um, has been rocking with me. Shout out to everybody that uh, will rock with me. Shout out to everybody that's tuned in. Um, everyone that's just here. I really, 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 when I say I really appreciate y'all, like I really appreciate y'all throughout these different changes and different platforms and different situations that I've been going through. And, you know, it's just, it's just a matter of time when it's going to be even greater. So right now... Um, oh, we got, we got our special guest in the building. Hold on, y'all. She gonna come up here. But, um, <laughs> hold on, y'all. I'm doing a lot right now. Cause like I said, it's hot. It's a hot day in Virginia right now. If y'all in Virginia, please, 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 please put some shorts on. Cause it's hot as molasses. Anyways, um, my recap, I had Chris, the glove Taylor. <laughs> Shout out to him because he is um, a well-known producer. He has done tracks with Dr. Dre, um, Ice-T. Uh, he's done, well, he's gotten credit for Doggy Style. Uh, like, if y'all don't watch this show and get something from it, because what I'm bringing to you all are not just up-and-coming artists. It's also taking it back to the foundation of this thing called entertainment, because Without the foundation for something, you can't start. 
something. It's going to crumble. It's going to tip over. It's going to say, hey, why are you doing this if you don't have a foundation? So without these pioneers and these legends and these um, these humans, it wouldn't be hip hop. It wouldn't be this thing called hip hop. It wouldn't be this thing called culture. It wouldn't be this thing called, you know, a lot of the things that we have. So shout out to the legends uh, in which we do have another legend up here today. Um, but yes, he is also a cannabis connoisseur. Uh, you can follow him on Instagram. C-H-R-I-S-G-L-O-V-E underscore. Let me repeat that. C-H-R-I-S-G-L-O-V-E underscore. Um, he is also a teacher and a student to the business, not just the entertainment, not just the industry, not just, you know, those things. He is a student and a teacher to the business. Um, catch the latest episode of So Hollywood, the podcast on your favorite podcast streaming platform, as well as here on YouTube. YouTube will have my content. If you, because <laughs> Instagram, y'all been shutting me down, but I ain't going to keep dreading on the past. Y'all just forced me to do what I needed to do and switch over here to YouTube. So anyways, and also want to be a guest on So Hollywood, the podcast, go to www.allofhollywood.biz. Once again, www.allofhollywood.biz. Shout out to BTP Media Group. He um he contacted me through Instagram. He was like, "Yeah, I got these. I got clients. You know, I got I, I got people that I know. I want to send them your way because I love what you're doing. I love um you know I love the questions that you ask and you know so on and so forth. So I was just like. Thank you so much for even giving me this alley-oop. So shout out to Jeff. Um, we do have uh, the guest up here. She's she's getting um, prepared. So please bear with her. <laughs> so without further ado, I have to give my proper introduction. Uh, she is one third. Look, if y'all don't think I do research, listen, it's real. So she is one third of the group Oak Town 357. She's an author of Conditional Truth. Um, truths. I'm sorry, plural. That's with a S. Um, and she's a dancer. Also, she is a fit, not just a dancer. Let me we let me let me write this down because this ain't even right. Not just a dancer. You understand me? Not just a regular dancer. Like this is she. I'm going to let her, I'm going to let her explain that. But yeah, she's a fitness guru as well. Um, owner of Workout 357. And without further ado, I'm going to bring her to the stage. Without further ado, I have a sweet <laughs> LD from Oaktown 357. <laughs> Hi, you're so beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I go, um, and you see my hair starts falling as soon as you open the camera up. What kind of shenanigans? This is this is a day. I just want you to know I was supposed to be prepared. It's okay. And I did my best to be prepared. But, um, yeah, these edges are going to be falling. And I can't find my mascara. 
I don't know what's going on. And my son got, oh, you know what? Hold on. I have some right here. No problem. This is a raw and uncut podcast. (laughs) So I got my readers now. So now I might be able to see you a little bit. You say your read. Oh, Lord. (laughs) uh, Oh, okay. There we go. We're going to bring my real glasses in a minute, I hope. So how are you, young lady? I am doing great. Thank you for for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. And Jeff thank you, Jeff. Worker. Yes, he, yes, he is. <laughs> he's a hard worker. He's a hard worker. Okay. Yes. So let's so what is your 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 uh your real name? Because I don't want to get it misconstrued because it's, it's not sweet L D. So <laughs> Okay, so you you're saying my Muslim name or the birth name? I'm sorry. Uh you're both of them. Both okay, them. birth name is Dewana, okay. Dewana Jamel Jonikin. Okay. I was born in Houston, Texas, and then we moved to California when I was about six years old. Okay. And um, I think I was 33. I think I was 33 or 35, one of those, when I changed my name to Suhaila. So Suhaila is um, it's- a Persian name, okay. and it means fluent and graceful. But I changed that when I became Muslim. Okay. So, Understood. Understood. Yeah. I appreciate you for educating me because I don't want to, I don't want to feel like I'm like, oh, well, you know, this is what this is. So I'm, I'm willing to learn. So thank you for oh, embracing course, me and thank course. you for giving me that information. Cause I would have never known. I, you know, I'm, I'm a student to this thing called entertainment. So anything yeah, that you can uh, give me, <laughs> anything that you can give me is just a blessing. Um, it's just it's amazing to even be here and be a part of your grace so um let's start the interview with this question how did this thing called entertainment enter your life um in a couple of ways i had a couple of roads into entertainment one the first one was um being introduced to it through my cousin who was part of or or was part of uh, grand central station Okay. So there was Larry Graham, and then the young lady in the group was um, Patrice Chocolate Banks. That's my cousin. So she would take me to the studio with her um, when they would record or rehearse, and then they were always over at our house. You know, we were really close family. So back in Oakland, the music scene was, it was hot, you know. So right. if you knew somebody, you knew somebody, and they knew somebody, and they would always hang out. So that was the one way. The second way was, um, the second introduction to it was through uh meeting Stanley Kirk Burrell. He was not MC Hammer at the time. <laughs> he was Stanley Kirk Burrell and he was a Holy Ghost boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we met at Silks, but it was kind of sort of Silks. We were hanging out. I was hanging out. He was hanging out. And then uh, my girlfriends and I left Silks and ran into him deliberately at the gas station. So I introduced <laughs> myself, asked him to show me how to do the cabbage patch. It had just come out. And I said, um, can you show me how to do it the way you do it? And he said, sure. We met back a couple of weeks later. That's when we hung out. And then he said, would you like to be in the video? So that was how that, you know, started. My so around what started. age was that the first, uh, the first interaction with entertainment? Uh, with my cousin? Yes. Oh, goodness. I was a little girl. I want to say like 9, 10. Okay. 11 I was I was very young yeah and then the second one it when was that what around what age uh with MC Hammer well yeah I guess that was what was that 89 so that had to be I would have been like 
23. Okay, so what happened in between that time in order for you to, were you dancing in school? Were you into like ballet? Were you, in, what activity? In between that time, I was a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. Um, I played basketball. I learned how to play the piano a little bit. I was in choir in high school, took tap dance. I did not take ballet. I took modern jazz. So um, I was just a, a kid. I was never one who thought that I would actually end up on the stage performing. Right. That wasn't my goal. I thought I would be a nurse. That oh. was something I thought. Yeah, I really thought I was going to be a nurse because I always wanted to help people. Right. Um, and so I thought one way to help people to care for them was to be a nurse. But dancing was something I just loved to do. So my mom would always have me dancing for family and friends when they came over. Then I'm exposed to entertainment with my cousin as far as her being in the music industry. And then just for me, it was just dancing, you right. know, in the clubs, whatever we were doing back then that was popular. Um, and I, I mean, the only thing I could think of is that hammer light the way we looked when we did it. So that you wow. know, was my, uh, yeah, my segue into the music industry there as far as as a dancer. But there was no, um, I'm going to groom myself to be right. able to dance with someone it, it was not ever that yeah and wow. i watched a lot of dances on tv what do you call that um who is it fred astaire i watched those kind of dancers gene kelly yeah oh, okay 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 i watched those kind of dancers gotcha um, I, you know i knew about Josephine baker i watched people who danced and i loved it but i just never saw myself as one who would dance like that maybe modern jazz not ballet right. definitely hip-hop or whatever was in the streets in the club so was yeah, soul train out yes. at that? okay okay um, so did that have any American kind of in, did that kind of train? have any inspiration towards it did okay do you remember american bandstand i do i do i do i was i'm 83 because at when you yeah in 89 i was six years old so yeah i'm i was i'm i was born in 83 so well you don't have to make me feel any older. I, I don't... dang she was six years old on 89. She is going to throw that in there. Um, so anyway. <laughs> yeah, I watched American Bandstand. Um, what was the... Never mind, because it's an old show. I watched that one with Wolfman Jack, Midnight Something, um, and then Soul Train. Mm. And I always wanted to be on Soul Train, you know. And then the Apollo comes out, and I always right. wanted to be on the Apollo. Um, so yeah, those dancers always inspired me because I just thought they were just, they were just fly. But at that time it wasn't the, Oh, I'm about to, I'm going to groom myself. I'm going to be a dancer. No, I just never, I never thought, um, either one of these, as far as my writing and, and loving poetry and just teaching myself, I never thought those would lead to anything that they led to. Right. Never did. Right. So, um, after... I guess, did you attend college? Did you attend those those type of um, activities as well? I did. Okay. I did. I, I attended college briefly. Um, I'm trying to think. I went to Chabot College. I don't know. I went to Chabot College in the Bay Area for okay. a little brief. I went to Merritt College. Um, I went to college in LA. Um, I even went to college here in Texas. I love college. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't finished yet, but yes, I did. I graduated high school. I moved to Texas. I stayed in Texas for a little while. I went back to visit. Um, ended up getting pregnant. Okay. I stayed um, home and had my son. Moved back to Texas for a little while. And then when I came back, you know, I was 
said, let me find a job or something, you know, mm. and go to school. So it was just that kind of just being what we do, you know, life. What we just find out what is this life. Yeah. yeah. And um, happened to go out with my girlfriends. It was about five or six of us. We always went to Silks um, in Emeryville, always had a good time. And so the night started out like it normally does. We're just trying to figure out what's where, who we gonna kick it with, who right. we trying to find, who's cute, that kind of thing. And we right. get there and we're hanging out. And um, my friend, Mark Hall, mm -hmm. who had gone to St. Mary's, I went to Holy Names High School, he went to St. Mary's. He had just come over and hung out with me a few days before we went to Silks and he showed me, I wanna say the Pee Wee Herman, the Smurf. <laughs> Um, I think it was the PV Herman, the Smurf, and the Cabbage Patch. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, I just loved the Cabbage Patch. It was just dope to me. So I stuck with that. So we were ready to go to the club to try the new dances. We get to Emeryville, to Silks. Um, we get inside. This was a three-level club, three different floors. And on each floor, they played different music, different okay. types of music. Okay. So we would just go between floors and just figure out, you know, just feel our way through um, hanging out. But I happened to see Hammer and Ace. He was there with Ace. And he was just commanding this audience. And people were just watching him because they had taken the cabbage patch and just done something crazy with it. Was they he Hammer rocking. at the time? Was he? No, he wasn't. Okay. He was not. Okay. He was not Hammer at the time. Okay. He was Stanley Kirk Burrell. Okay. That's how I met him. I didn't even know he was the Holy Ghost boy. He was Stanley Kirk Burrell. That's how I met him. When, I, when he gave me his number, he wrote down Kirk Burrell. So I didn't meet him as MC Hammer. Wow. Mm -mm. So no, you he knew wasn't MC Hammer. Let me fix my camera. I think it's, is that good? Yeah. That's okay, it. okay. So yeah, um, wow. he wasn't MC Hammer at all. I wasn't Sweet LD. Right. Um, but um, of course, because that didn't happen. So we got, of course, duh. Right. But um, I'm, I saw him dancing and I kept bringing him my friends, you know, like, you see this guy, I want to know what he's doing. Right. Um, but I never say anything in the club. So, it, you know, it's closing. Everybody's leaving. Right. And we happened to pass the gas station. He was at the gas station. I said, I'm going to go and speak to him. And so I did. I went and introduced myself. I said, could you please show me how to do the cabbage patch the way you do it? And he was like, yeah, right. You know, okay, whatever. But that's all I want. I ain't trying to holler at you, bro. Right. But um, he was like, okay. So we exchanged information and said we would meet back and two weeks later he called and said let's go um, um meet you at the club and so we met back at um silks and hung out that whole night it was myself carla again all my girls we just right. went um and hung out and it was him and ace and i think another guy i can't think who else was there but we just literally just hung out just like hey what's up and just that it was just literally that and then um dancing constantly dancing Stayed on the dance floor. That was my MO anyway. <laughs> um, and then he said, well, let's get something to drink. So we go to the bar. Nobody's drinking. this water or soda or something. And he said, do you guys want to be in a video? Sure. Because wow. videos were becoming popular at that time. Okay. okay. And so the, thing, the thought that I had, every time I tell the story, it's kind of goofy, but the thought I had was, shoot, yeah, I'm going to be the cute girl in the video. Right. You know, outfit and <laughs> I'll be cute. Right. Um, so of course, yes, that's why we said yes. So it was myself and Carla, let's say Lisa, Pam, all of us were there. But he only asked if Carla and I wanted to be in the video. So we accepted it. And um, I think I really honestly want to say like maybe two or three weeks later, we met up with him, but it was not for a video. It was for rehearsals. 
so yeah, the rehearsal started before the video even happened. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. Yeah. So he was getting prepared for something. Yes, he was getting prepared for something that we had no idea um, was even in his head. In which and the song was, too, what, what was the song so everybody knows? Ring. Ring, okay. Ring, yeah. And so we didn't know what his plans were until that night that we met. And he said, you guys want to be in a video? Then he pulled out his 12-inch singles and showed us that he was a Holy Ghost boy. I keep getting these interruptions on my phone. But yeah, um, he showed us he was a Holy Ghost boy. So at that point, then I knew he was the Holy Ghost boy. Right. But it was not MC Hammer. Yeah. Mm. So it was just really interesting. Um, but that's what started first. Wow. Rehearsals. rehearsals. Mm. And so mm. once you moved, um, was it like a daily situation or was it like more of a, okay, well, I, I'm going to put you guys in a, in a group and then we're going to continue to work together. How did, how was those transitions? You mean for the rehearsals? Yes, 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 yes. The rehearsals were that he was forming a group. Okay. Understood. Okay. Okay. That's what it was becoming. He had two DJs already. Mm. Um, it was my son. We were the dancers. So he's already got this whole thing in his head. And um, we get together and he plays the music. He said, this is what I want to choreograph. This is what it's going to be about, blah, blah. So, you know, we're just there like, oh, um, so we got to do this to be in the video. Like, right. we didn't know <laughs> anything. Yeah. Um, but we stuck in there. We stuck in there. And they, the rehearsals happened. The rehearsals were long. They were intense. They were every day. Uh, no one was getting paid, and we were traveling from Oakland to Fremont, which is a good, you know, 40-minute right. drive to practice. Yeah. Every day. So it was always it was always very challenging, but interesting, because I, I look back on it now, it's like, we didn't know what the hell was going on. We were just all. showing up. We didn't know who this dude was. We, <laughs> we just thought we was going to be in a video, so we got to show up and do whatever. But, now yeah, we, we got to learn a whole routine, a and whole we traveling, and we, and we ain't we getting before. paid. Where my cute outfit at? That's all I want to do. Can we be cute? And I stand over there, and y'all pan or whatever. That's what they call it. We're going to pan in this direction. But, um, yeah, we did that. And then uh, before the video even started with that, we were doing spot dates in the Bay Area. What? All of them down the coast. Of the, yeah, auditoriums and just whatever. He found anywhere he could perform. And we were performing before the video started. I don't even know what year. <laughs> Let's Get It Started came out. I don't even remember. But yeah, it was at least a year later. Wow. Yeah. It so, was hilarious. So in that process, were you still doing other things or was dancing your main focus at that time? It still wasn't because that was, oh. we didn't, he said, do you want to be in the video? <laughs> <laughs> we still waiting on the video. <laughs> I'm like, bro, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I'm not looking like, oh, this is my job now, yeah. or this is my role, or, you yeah. know, we still confuse as to when is the video coming? Why are we performing? You know, and he, he had said some things, but I still don't think. It didn't I know sit. for me and Carla. Right. Yeah, we still didn't grasp it because we were still kind of like, okay, well, where's the video? Do we do this before the video happens? Or, you know, um, but we were literally becoming 
a group. group. He was really putting and pulling this together, oh trying to um, create what he wanted his look to be and right. his sound and his whole presentation. And so we were all in that, you know, as ditzy as we were. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but yeah, we, we did that. And then eventually, um, you know, we had to have another conversation because people were just uncomfortable. Like of, course. Too, of course, of course. Uh, there's too much going on. We're not getting paid and you're demanding a lot because you got to be on time. Um, whenever it started, it, you could get there at three o'clock in the afternoon, two o'clock, but you're not leaving until 11 o'clock at night. Mm. And everybody didn't have a car. You know what I mean? So you're talking about transportation, you're talking about gas, you're talking about time. Um, and so when you don't really understand what's expected of mm -hmm. you, and then you don't know what's going to be required mm -hmm. to do what's expected and you're just showing up and there's not compensation, not clear communication. Um, it got tense, you know, yeah. like, bro, what are we really doing? What's, is this for and, us? And at the time you had a child, correct? We had a talk, a couple talks. And, um, the second was, I think when it finally set in by this time, Carly left. He had little P, she was added, and then Terrible T. So now it's four dancers. Okay. Myself, Terrible T, Lil P, Ace, um, two DJs. And I think there was Dante, security. I'm trying to remember who all was there. But then at that point, he said, look, this is what I'm trying to do. This okay. is where I, I'm trying to go. Okay. We just stick together. We could all make money, you know, get our family. He the saw the bigger picture. The yeah, now he's explaining, oh, okay, now we get it. You know, right. We can stick around a little bit longer and, and see this through. But yeah, it was just really like, okay. <laughs> we just, we're going to stick by him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's him. <laughs> that blind love. We're going to stick by you, bro. Gonna hang out, so yeah, it was him first. <laughs> so how soon after did he become... MC Hammer, and then how soon after did you guys transition from being just the background dancers to the actual group? Um, child, I would say probably a total of two years. He had already what? established himself by selling music out of the trunk of his car. Wow. You know, so his sound was getting around as it was. He was laying that kind of gr uh, groundwork. Um, but doing radio shows, you know, doing local shows, you know, bringing attention to yourself, going to LA, doing different things, battling people in clubs, stuff like that. Right. It brought attention because now he's doing club hopping to get his music played. Right. So I would say, um, a year and a half to two years. And the only reason why I say that is because, um, I remember 87 is the year I met him. Right. 89 was the year our album was released. Correct. The first album was released. Correct. So that's two Damn. years. You know what I'm saying? So y'all. quick. <laughs> first, you go into it blind. Second, you go into it and your dancing is not your passion, but it becomes. And it then. Becomes, it, I, I'm going to say it like this. Dancing is my passion. I okay. love it. Okay. You know, it's, okay. it's, it's to be honest. Today, and I mean present day, like right now. Right. There's no music playing in the house. Right. But I'm in the kitchen dancing. Wow. I'm in the den court. It just, it's something I, it's like breathing for me. Right. So it is a passion. That's something I just love to do. It's natural for me. Right. But it wasn't something that I thought this is going to get me into the music industry or this is going to get me into movies gotcha. or this is going to get me to soul training. I never 
you know, thought of it in that way. Like, wow. let me use it, you know. Yeah. Um, didn't see myself that way, um, but I just knew I loved it. You right. know, this is something I really was attracted to and drawn to, but I'm, he must have seen something in right. myself. And then his vision of what he wanted his group to look like, you know, I added to that. Um, but yeah, it was just, okay, I can do that. I can be a cute girl in the video, no problem. Right. You want me to dance a little bit? Sure, I can, I can dance a little bit. Okay, you want us to rehearse and choreograph? Sure, I can choreograph. I've, you know, been a cheerleader. Sure, I can do it. It's just natural. I didn't have a problem with it. Right. Um, a lot of fun. Loved it. Music was amazing. You know, I'm like, okay, he got, he got a little something. He got a little sound. You know, right. I can work with that. Um, but we did not know how long it would take. We didn't really know the direction he was going in. He really wanted a record deal. That's what he was shopping himself around for. He was shopping the group around for that look, that sound. Um, so yeah, when he had that final conversation, he's like, this is what I'm trying to do. Right. You know, we could just stick in here together, put all our energy together and, you know, we can make some money, we take right. care of our families, you know, be a team about it. Okay. Okay. So he got Capitol Records to listen to him. They were attracted, interested, but they said, what else do you have? We don't want just you as a, as a solo you know, um, rap artists, rap was very new. Hip hop was very new. Right. So Capitol Records was like, cool, what you, what else you got? You know, we see you, but what else you got? Oh, I got. So he had, he seven. already had. And yeah. The plan and the yes. execution. Okay. He already had it in here. You yeah. See? Yeah. So yeah, once they said, what do you have? Then on thinking on his feet, he was like, oh, I got Oaktown's three, five, seven. And I have Ace Juice. This man ain't had no Old Town Street <laughs> And he ain't had no Ace Juice, okay? Because Ace was one of the dancers and Juice was one of his best friends, okay? So he gonna put them together. Right. And make a boogaloo. Uh, man, what was that called? I can't think of the, um, um, a house group. It was a house group. They were gonna be housed. And then it was going to be Old Town 357, which were going to be three females who could sing, um, who could rap, and who could dance. Okay. So he was auditioning ladies for that, but he had the name. So that's okay. what he sold. Okay. Yeah. That was another question of mine. So how did, how did you even know you could sing or rap at this point? Because had you have you been doing that as well? Or had you, or, you know, dibbling, dabbling, so to speak? Had you been dib doing that or no? No, you know what? I think they should call something talent on demand. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. You know, you, you get put in a situation and it's like, you got to show up. You're like, yeah, you know okay, I can do that. <laughs> hey, and I have been saying that the whole time. Right. Right. Sure. So, um... The young ladies that he was auditioning, I think they could sing. I wasn't sure if they could rap or not. I can't remember. But I know what changed his kind of his direction of thought was he saw Lil P playing around on the mic right. during rehearsal one time. Yeah. And she was um, doing Salt and Pepper's uh, Tramp. Mm -hmm. And she's always bouncy and full of energy or whatever. But her, you know, she had that voice. She had right. personality. So he said, hey. You know, I can work with you, right? He's still auditioning the other girls, but he's thinking he can add her to his roster and she would be a solo artist. So he kind of tried to romance her into it a couple of times, you know, talking to her. Hey, you know, you got it. Let's do this. Let's let's put you on the mic. Just trying to get her right. to ease up and ease into it. And she was like, no, you know what? I really don't want to do it by myself. I will only do it 
if Duana and Tabitha do it with me. So he came to us. He was like, hey, you know, I, I have this thought and uh, I'm listening to little people. She said she'll only do it if you guys are interested. I was like, okay. sure. <laughs> We're here. Why not? Where are we going? You know what I'm saying? So uh, <laughs> next thing you know, we're in the studio. Wow! Yeah, straight yeah. F- straight from rehearsal to the to the studio. To the studio to the every day. Studio. Now this every is day. becoming a consistent thing. Were you also consistent? Were thing. you also um, continuing the background portion of dancing yes. as well? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All of that was <laughs> taking place. Um, so we get in the studio, and now it's how many songs that we have to put together for the album. Um, he had some songs he had written. He had concepts for songs. So now we're having to help with lyrics and stuff like that. And that's where the poetry comes in, you oh, know, um, okay. poetry, um, sarcasm, you know, a little attitude. And you put that to, yeah. And so we, we were able to create it yeah. in the studio wow. on demand. On <laughs> <laughs> and that was uh what is it juicy got you crazy is that the first the first um, single yeah, that yeah, you guys yeah, dropped the oh the yeah, first yeah, one yeah, was yeah 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 one. okay yeah okay mm-hmm. i thought it was the juicy i'm like oh now y'all <laughs> did he come up with did y'all okay so how influential were you all when it came to writing the songs or did he already i know you are i know you said he had something in mind and and had a format and things but were you guys did you guys put input in it did you you know did he allow those type of things to happen he did there okay. were some songs he already had that i think he had not used for himself okay, okay. so you know how some artists will have stuff in the vault right I yes say. yes you know prince had a whole big old vault yes but um I think he had some songs that he had not used for himself that were given to us for the album for the sake of creating an album. Uh, but on top of that, you had to have lyrics as well. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So he wrote some of the lyrics um, or he would tell us what the concept was, give us some of the ideas and we would follow through with that, you know, finish it up. So all three of us, myself, Terrible T, Lil P, we actually did contribute to writing um, on that first album. Wow. Yeah. So did you guys get credit and stuff? Because I know I was talking to um, Chris the Glove yesterday. He said uh, he was talking about how important it was to get credit for the work that you do. Do you feel the same about that? And if so, how do you can you elaborate on on that? Um, I think it's it's um, I know that it's important for you to get credit for the work that you do. And it's so many aspects of that. But the one I would say is most important is because you don't feel validated. You don't don't feel valued. Um, You don't feel seen um, or even understood in a wholeness. You understand what I'm saying? Because now it looks like everybody did something for you, for you to be who you are. And that's not the truth. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so I don't care if you had a song and you were, it was almost complete and you said something's missing and I gave you a melody. I gave you a word. I told you to take something out or it's a, and it creates whatever is now a big hit. Right. You need to say thank you to that person. If it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have thought about it. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have made these changes. But your contribution, yeah. come on. 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you have to give people their due in all ways. Let me say, hey, she did that. Thank you very much. Let me put her name on this document mm -hmm. because she did that. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. And let me make sure she's getting her compensation because mm -hmm. she did that. And thank you very much. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That goes down in history. People are always reading album liners. You know, um, you have ASCAP and BMI, who knows who else, who's keeping tally of when this is played so they can give you your coins. Yes. Yeah, I want you to know what I did. Yeah. That's work. Yeah. It's work. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think it's very important that people um, get their credit. Mm -hmm. It does not always happen. And I don't know if this is overstepping my my boundaries, but do you own all of your masters and and your no, no. you do not you do not we okay do, we okay. do not mm. no okay if you no. if was that I, I don't know how to I guess if you knew about your contract would you same would you sign the same deal today that you signed years ago no. And if you can elaborate on that, could you could you give us a little bit of backstory of why or what you would do different? Um, I wouldn't have signed it. That's the one thing I would not have done that really? would be different. Um, what I did at the time, I wouldn't change that. Right. Which is um, to advocate for myself and to see if I could get legal assistance, um, legal advice, right. legal input or support. And we were not allowed, yeah, to have that. We were not allowed to um, research on our own. We were not allowed to have the contract, mm -hmm. to review the contract. Was that based um, off of capital? No, no. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. No, no, no. I that was not based off of capital okay. records at all. They wouldn't have operated that way at okay. all. Um. But whatever this contract was, it was big. Yeah, because it was four <laughs> it was years, wrecked. right? If I'm, um, if was it four years? If I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't even know the the term of it to be honest, because we never got a chance to go through it. <gasps> okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's why I said I would not sign it, but okay. I did. I looked for. I think all of us tried to find some way to have a loophole. Um, <clears throat> someone legal, an attorney or somebody that was our spokesperson that right. spoke for us. Um, and again, you have to realize we know nothing about the entertainment right. industry. This is not something we intended for ourselves. This was his dream. Right. You see? Yeah. Um, so he had more knowledge about certain things going in. Right. We were dancers. The whole point we were trying to do is when is the video? <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? Now you're bringing us in into this all this other stuff, right? <laughs> you know, now we're a group and we gotta write songs and record right. an album. And so I feel like everything that was asked of us, not given to us, is not given to us. People have to understand that. I showed up because my mom told me when you commit to something, you show up. When you show up, do your best. So if I told you, yes, I'm going to show up and do my best and I'm going to see how you treat me, I'm going to try to navigate that because, like, what are we doing? Yeah. So that's why I would like for it to be understood. He did not take us out of the Oakland neighborhood 
and give us the opportunity to blah, 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 bloop de bloop. Right. It was an invitation. Mm. And we accepted the invitation to share who we are, what we have with him and his dream mm. and succeed. That's and what we and did. succeed. Yes. Yes. That's what we did. And we contributed. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. Mm. So yes, if I had it to do again, knowing what I know, um, I probably would have advocated a lot harder for myself. Right. You know, and, and really put my foot down and say, Hey, this is not, this ain't cool. This ain't, you know what I'm saying? This ain't whatever, whatever the case so may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had given so much, we had invested so much time. Um, but the way they asked us to sign the contract was not cool. Mm-hmm. So we were on a plane on our way to LA to do the Arsenio Hall show and on the plane in the air, they said, here are the contracts. You guys need to sign these contracts. I do believe somebody asked for an attorney. It was like, you don't need no attorneys. But if you don't sign this contract, by the time we land, we'll be sending you back. Damn. And we're on our way to our city hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that happens. So it always annoys me, you know, uh, to some degree today. Uh, I'm cool with Hammer. You know, we're cool. It is what it is. You know, God bless him. I don't have no nothing. Um, no animosity, no nothing. It's, it's going to be love. You of understand course. what I'm saying? And it took me a long time to get there. Uh, I have no issues with terrible tea, uh, low pee, or it's going to be love. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Whether we talk tomorrow or we don't, you know, all it's of okay. them, we grew up together. Right. You know, industry. But I don't, I, I still to this day do not appreciate people feeling like he gave us something. Like he saved us. Mm. Oh, it's so good that he took them out of the, out of po- impoverished neighborhoods or crack infested. You know, he can, he went back to the hood and he brought all his people with him. Um, <laughs> no. Not the case at all. Yeah, I didn't do drugs. I wasn't on the street. I graduated from high school. I had done some college. Yes, I was a single mother, but I'm very articulate. You know what I'm saying? So he invited people. And people, because they have a passion for dance, said yes. Yeah. Ace, Ace Roberson said yes. Terrible T said yes. I said yes. Lil P said yes. It was an invitation. It's not like, oh, girl, I see you out there. Let me help you, blah, blah, blah. No. And Hammer said, if we all stick together, we all going to make money. We can take care of our families. You can put your children in any school you want to. I was the only one that had a child. You know, his wife was pregnant, but I literally was the only one that had a child right. at the time. Um, you know, you probably get a car. These kind of things were said. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so okay, incentive, sure. so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. This is an opportunity. Um, let me take that back. If this is something we can make an opportunity to better ourselves, why not? You see, because you're still inviting me to take part in the opportunity you created for, but now I can create an opportunity for myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So all of it is an invitation. It is not something where he's we're afraid we're going to fall into crack when we go back home, or no, you know what I mean? Yeah. So well, I came I just from a good it was home. Really interesting when people. They applaud him and they put him on this pedestal. Okay, but don't do that trying to minimize what someone else did. Right. 
all them hours I put in, my mom is watching my son and I'm on tour and my mom and my aunt are watching my son. Yeah. No, that's, that's work. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. taking so you we, away from we, a lot of things as well. And you know, you yeah, gotta, it's, it's sacrifice. sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Thing no, called we entertainment. Still the video. No, I'm kidding, but the video did happen. By then. We didn't talk right. About that. Let's get it started. I think by then. <laughs> okay, so you had you you guys were traveling. I don't, were you were traveling the world, or was it just no, just that, the Bay Area? Just okay, California. just the just the Bay Area, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. at the time um, of becoming a group. You got. You said it was a two-year span, and then after that two-year span, what happened with the group and um, MC Hammer? And what did you guys? Did you guys tr- uh, uh, like? Did you travel? Did you do anything? Um, what is it? I don't know how to say it. I guess together still, if that makes sense. We did. Yeah, everything okay. we did was together. Everything. Okay. So he kept it um, in house. That's the gotcha. best way to describe it. Yeah. He kept okay. it in-house. So even though um, he had uh, secured his record deal with Capitol Records, he secured a deal for himself for okay. um, Oak Times 357 for Ace Juice. Now we're all recording artists. We were still touring okay. as MC Hammer and the Posse. Gotcha. So Oak Times 357 might open that show. Okay. But once the show was over, uh, and if Hammer's headlining it, we went back and performed with Hammer as his dancers. Yeah, so it was double duty. Yeah, I hope y'all got paid double double the fun. <laughs> That's a yeah, different story. Ooh, I don't want to. I don't want to tiptoe on that rope. I don't want to do it. Don't get me started on that one. But yeah, we um we got the deal with Capital. He was so excited about that, and we were too. Um, and the real work really steady. And at that point, now we needed to do videos for Hotel right. We had to do videos for. Um, Ace Juice, he had to do videos. So we were in LA, like knocking it out. Wow. Just 24 7. One video, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he did Put Me in the Mix. Um, and then uh, Ace Juice, I forget their first song. But yeah, we were in LA knocking those videos out and getting it done. You and that was mean? between the, the years of what was that? Uh, the end of 92, right? To be, that still had to be 89, 90. That was still? Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. When you're talking about, we're talking about condensing. Right, right. It was, it was jam-packed. It was constant. It was constant. Wow. It's a good thing and and it's a good thing and a bad thing, I guess, but it's, it's, it's consistent. It was, it was a good thing in that, um, it, it tested all of us. Okay. But when it was when when it was time, it was just it was just time. Yeah. And we did whatever it was. We were ready. The rehearsals had gone to where we were just tight. I didn't have to look over to see where Ace was. He right. didn't have to find. We knew not to look. You know what I'm saying? Right. We rehearsed without mirrors, so you need to know your spot. You need to know how far everybody is. Just knowing. Um, so it was a lot that we put into making sure that the show was tight, but. Yeah, it happened pretty quickly, but we did tour around the Bay Area, filmed videos in L.A., um, and then eventually secured a tour. So now we're going across 
the country. Mm, you know? Okay, what yeah. year? What year? That was still around that time. It's still everything was be before ninety one, late eighty nine, early nineties. It okay. had to be early ninety wow. because by ninety one, ninety two. Mm -hmm. I said by ninety two. Yeah, by ninety two, I think we were finishing up. Yeah, because that's where, um, from my research, it says 88 to 92, four years yeah. at Capitol Records. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so once that, once you guys finished up with that, were you guys still a group? Or um, mm -hmm. how did you, how did the transition go for you as an individual and as a group? <clears throat> okay, so first we're MC Hammer and the Posse. Yeah. And then he's creating two other groups. And now we're MC Hammer and the Posse, Old Town 357, Ace Juice. We're touring together, yep. and then because it's becoming so busy and there's demand for Old Town Suite 57, now we're performing, and okay. he's got to have other dancers. So we had to train these new dancers coming on with the choreography that we had created okay. so that they could do his show, and now we're performing on our own. Gotcha. So now we still tour together. There's still MC Hammer the Posse, but or MC Hammer, I should say, now, because the Posse part was gone. And then it's Oak Town 357. Okay. So we would open the show, but then he would come on and headline with whoever um, his dancers were at the time. Okay. Um, his show just kind of grew. And then Ace Juice never really did take off. So now that Oak Town 357's first album did so well, you know, better than people expected, better than we even imagined. Right. Now Capital sends him and says, hey, here's another budget. We need another album for the girls. Okay. So now we're actually stepping out on our own. And the second album, um, he gave us James Early, Michael Kelly, Terrence mm. Davis, uh, Treasure Redman, um, different writers and producers from other acts and, you know, different producers. Um, and then he told us, hey, you guys need to record your second album. So it's on you. You'll be in the studio. This is who you're working with. What are your whatever your concepts are, whatever what it, so that's so he I'm gave y'all free range at yeah, this point. He really did. Okay. Mm -hmm. wow. So that again tells you. Did he give me the no, he didn't give me the talent. I wouldn't have been able to carry it off in the first place. Facts. But for sure not the second album. Right. Right. If it wasn't naturally there. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So the second one um, was where James Early said, well, you know, you guys are going to write, you're going to test your writing skills, we're going to put you with Treasure, we're going to put you with Terrence. And they were they were a group, one cause, one effect, another group that Wafi can, I mean, my husband, I, mean, I don't know why I'm talking about my husband, but Hammer had brought on, um, <laughs> probably because they act alike sometimes, but uh he had started to, when we were on tour, he would pick up groups. So he had Soft Touch, Special Generation, uh, One Cause, One Effect, Parole. So while we would tour, Hammer would meet these acts. Okay. And if they were dope enough, he would bring them on the tour bus mm -hmm, <laughs> with them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, Lord. So, yeah. He would do these kinds of things. But anyway, um, One Cause, One Effect, they were a female male rap group and uh they could sing dance and rap bad 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 so they were helping us write james early dope producer musician he was helping us write and so that's when he said you know you guys are gonna be writing mm -hmm. so what do you have and i said well, i have some poems i don't know you know if that would work so he's like yeah let me see what you got and i think three of them ended up on the album two or three of them yeah 
ended up on the album. He actually made them into songs. Yeah. So that's when I learned too that the writing could be more than just me writing in my journal. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, so that happened. We broke off. We recorded another album. We had a photo shoot, doing videos. That's um, it's not your money. Uh, Turn it up, honey. All those songs, and it was really doing great. I don't know what happened. I don't know mm. if it was a miscommunication between uh, Capitol Records mm-hmm. and Louis Burrell, but something happened, Bontez, and next thing I know, they're telling us, come off the tour. <gasps> We're going to swap you guys out with TLC. <gasps> Nobody really likes y'all. <gasps> and they sent us back home. And I guess three or four months later, they were releasing us, telling us that was it. Just like that. Just like that. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just as fast as it started. Just as fast. Yes, ma'am. They just said, okay, well, we done. Mm-hmm. We're going to sit y'all right here. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So what? No, thank you. No, I'm sorry. It didn't work out. Um, no, nothing. No, nothing. Nothing. So what were you guys, what were, or not you guys, you specifically, what were you, what was your emotions like? What were you going through? What, like, what, what can you remember about that day that just, you know, that this was like, what, why would you do that? Or like, did you start questioning stuff? It was all of that. Yeah. I think we, um, we had been feeling like something was off. A little shaky about something. Yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Not to say that the whole thing was shaky. In the yeah. <laughs> like, but just because, <laughs> you know, it just was. But um, we, <laughs> we stayed because even though it was shaky, we were, out, we were producing. We were making things and it was working. You know, it was just right. like, even though it was crazy. So, um, it was a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that was very, very crazy. Mm-hmm. I just think for me and Tabitha, Terrible T, mm-hmm. we felt like something was off because we were on tour. The shows were good. Yeah. We knew that we were doing great in opening act. We we had the feedback. We saw the audiences. So it's not true that we weren't selling out tickets. Now mm-hmm. I say this too. Um, people say often that no one comes to see the opening act. Well, that was not true in our case. Right. People were literally showing up early to see us at the beginning of the show. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you say ticket sales were down, it's not the opening act. That's the headliner. Yeah. And whoever else you have. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not the opening act, but they put that on us and said, well, you guys were not um, selling out. Um, we don't need to. We the opening act. Right? right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they took us off that tour and put TLC on that tour. They sent us back home and started giving us promotional dates. So that's when you just go to the club and you make appearances and they play your song and you say a few things. So no more performances. No more performances. Just promotional tour. So you do appearances, you do radio shows, you do stuff like that. It was backwards. You do all that stuff as right. you the tour and during the tour, right. but not take somebody off the tour and then promotional tour. Right. So they did the promotional tour for a few dates and then sent us back home to the Bay Area. And so it was like, something's not right. You know, we 
talking every now and then, figuring to, okay, well, we ain't heard nothing. We're going to go down to the studio and, you know, practice, whatever. Right. Rehearse, discuss some things. And next thing we know, we're getting a call. They wanted to meet us, have us meet down at the studio. The studio was a, a series of um, storage places mm-hmm. that um, you could, they just converted them. So one was like a gym, one was a dance studio, one was a office, and one was a recording studio. Right. So they wanted us to come down there and have a meeting. And so they bring us in. Hammer is not there. We actually, I pull up, I park, tap the pulls up, she parks. Mm-hmm. We greet each other. We're walking in. He's walking out. We get into the office. His brother's there. And I cannot for the life of me today remember who else was there, but I know it was two or three other dudes with his brother in the office. And he says, um, hey, here's you guys' final check. <laughs> and he said, that's it. What? Like, yeah. He didn't even, and I said, what do you we mean? notice y'all? He, he said, just said uh, no. Um, I said, what do you mean? I said, what do you, what do you mean? He said, it's, it's, he said, it's over MF. It's done. It's over. That's it. That's your last check. We was like, wow. Okay. And we just got up and we left. And the, the, to this day, the weirdest thing for me was we were so in shock. Number one. We were at a loss for words. Number two, we had no idea what was going on. None right. whatsoever. We walk out. She goes to her car. I go to my car. We literally get in the car and we drive off. We didn't say two words to each other. I think we were just... just In shock. Yeah. We just did. We drove off, didn't say anything. But we knew something had been, you know... Right. Right. So... I go home and I tell my mom and I'm in between emotions because I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Right. I don't even know what to tell you what just happened. But the other emotion is, oh my God, I'm so glad it's done. Right. I'm so glad it's done. You're relieved. Because it was really wreaking havoc on my body. Just Mm. the stress, not trusting anybody, not feeling comfortable, just... And the weight of having to carry that and still show up and perform. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was very, very, very hard. So how, how did hard. you guys, like, um, share your successes and your, you know, how did you celebrate? How did you get those moments and take them, you know what I mean? Like, take them like, hey, we did this. You know, we had to heal. Ooh. And I know that there's still some pains there. But I had to, I had to work through it. Yeah. Uh, I remember having a conversation with Tommy Davidson, the comedian. Mm. I met him not too long after everything had kind of fell apart, and he wanted to take me somewhere to uh, to dinner mm-hmm. to introduce me to some other people in in the industry, just you know, movies and comedy and stuff like that. Right. And I didn't want to go. And he was like, why don't you want to go? I said, because I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to have to answer questions as to what happened or, oh, yeah, you used to be. And well, what did you guys, I didn't want to deal with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I knew what was going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I know what y'all see, the shiny and the pretty and the cute and the, the you love the song and the videos. But behind the scenes, I knew all of that. Right. So I didn't want to have to try to figure out how to marry those two Ooh. to say that I understand what you saw. I get that. And thank you very much. I, I wasn't there yet. 
And I did not know how not to say anything about the pain it caused me. Mm. I didn't know. So I didn't want to be put in that position to smile and be pretty anymore. Yeah. It was just so uncomfortable for me. Yeah. So he told me, um, and for some reason, I just felt like I just had been lying, you know, so I just mm. didn't want to deal with it. But he told me, he said, you know what? Nobody knows that. He said, they love you for what you did. And you have to own that. You have to know that that was a good thing. Right. You have to know that what you did was beautiful. He told me that. He said, you have to own it. It took me years. It took me years. Uh-oh. <clears throat> I can hear you now. Folks calling. <laughs> it's all good. Um, but follow Miss Hollywood, M I S S Hollywood 313. Follow the podcast, So Hollywood the Podcast. Also, follow my special guest today, Sweet LD357. Once again, if you look at the caption. Oh, we back. Hold on. There she go. And hello. I can't hear you though. Your audio went out. I just love the rawness of how my podcast is. Can you hear me now? I can. Okay. We back. Yeah. So I just didn't want to reconcile that, but um, he told me that I had to get to the point where I would be okay with it. So I'm okay with it now. I mm-hmm. can talk about it and, and just say that we were all young. We were all naive. Um, mm-hmm. We did our best under those circumstances, and we did some really amazing things. Of course. People still love it to this day, and I can own it for it being mine and not anybody else's. I can own it for it being mine because I created it. I can own it for being it being mine regardless of what BMI or ASCAP or anybody does or does not pay me um, or what the contract said. I was there. Yeah. I lived it. I created it. It's mine. It's you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. whether they don't like it because, oh, they're not real, you know, female MCs, they didn't really intend to do that. Or you don't know what my journey is. Right. You know what I'm saying? So um, I commend anybody that is put in a position where they have to produce or perform or show up for talent on demand, not knowing that that's what they have within them. And to this day, it's still being played on the radio. Mm, you heard it. <laughs> <laughs> you see how fast I went to that button? <laughs> I need one else. <laughs> I was like, oh, shucks. Yes, talk your talk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my collar. My little collar a little bit. So, yeah, I know you got... You got all these young ladies out nowadays, of Megan Thee Stallion, Cardi B, whoever else, you know, and um, nobody's knocking them for where they come from. Right. You should not. You know what I'm saying? Yes, ma'am. Not. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So that's how I feel after all these years. It's been over 30 years. Yeah. You Actually, know, 32 to be exact. There you <laughs> go. And I'm, what, 57 now? <gasps> I don't have time to be playing with you What? Yeah, I don't. I I just don't have time to play with you. <laughs> no way, no way. <laughs> and that's on that. That's real. You know that is but real. Yeah, it, it, it's just one of those things where it's like you get to a certain point where it's like, right. listen, 
Listen, Linda, listen. (laughs) Right. We got to move forward, push forward. Where, you know, who's the dopest uh, female MC? Who did this? Who did that? I'm not going to compare myself. You know, I am not Lauren Hill. Right. But I still can write. Right. You're impactful. You were, you're still impactful in the world and you were impactful with, with, writing with rapping with being an artist with being a dancer just having the ability to say yes i want to do this and you actually did it (laughs) and trust yourself to show up Mm. you know what i'm saying to trust yourself enough to say yes as a black woman too thank you Mm. Mm -hmm. after Mm -hmm. all of that you still after all of that Pushing still today. Yes. You still gonna have some people compare you. And it's yep. like you guys, it's over 30 years ago. Can we let it go? Please, because I did, so why can't y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Right. For my sanity, yes, I did. Yeah. So yeah. in the early not early two thousands, but like two thousand twelve, I see that you um created workout three five seven. So after after the disbanding of the group um what did you do for yourself afterwards um, leading afterwards, up until 2012 I, um, yeah. I just I got really quiet mm. I went home to my mom you know we had to move out of our apartments um we lost the cars we lost a lot of stuff. life changing yeah life changing um but I went home to my mom and then I decided to move to LA to go and stay with my dad I had never really um got me a chance to know him because they had divorced when I was young. So I went mm-hmm. to LA to live with him. Mm-hmm. I took my son there. So my son was probably seven or eight, maybe nine years old at the time. But I moved out there, went to cosmetology school, got my license, worked in a hair salon. Um, like I said, I went to school. Yeah. <laughs> you LA. love school. I college in LA. <laughs> I went to school there. And uh, I lived there until my brother my middle brother, it was three of us. I'm the oldest. So my middle brother, um, he was murdered. And so mm. once he um, passed away, I moved back home with my mom because she needed me to come back home. So once I got home, I really got into um, just getting centered, mm-hmm. I guess is the best way to. And so I stayed with Islam because Islam was part of my life as a child. We grew up in the nation and then when I was on tour, every now and then I would carry the Quran with me, mm-hmm. just have it with me, yeah. and a teddy bear. So I had the Quran, the teddy bear, and the rest of my stuff on tour with me all the time. Um, and then when I got back home after we were released, I got back into it um, and just really, you know, try to get my head on, right. you know, right. And then my mom decided to move to Texas, so we moved here. Um, I worked as a cosmetologist for a little while, got married. I have two younger sons now. My oldest one moved back to California, so I'm a grandmother. But, you know, just, yeah, I've been here since 99. So got here in 99, um, met my husband, we got married, and then, again, back in school. (laughs) And then I found, (laughs) (laughs) girl, me in school, we just all bad. But uh, found Zumba and started teaching Zumba. And then I ran into uh, Terrible T and Lil P, found them through MySpace and then Facebook. What? Tried to reunite the group. Um, 
And that's where the workout 357 comes from because I'm like, I still dance. I love fitness because of Zumba. Right. And so I was like, let me do that. But now it's it's not workout 357. It's IMY Fitness. Okay. Okay. So I was going to ask about that one. 2021, we have IMY Fitness. And that's I am wealthy, healthy, and useful. That's mm. what that's for. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. So, yeah. Fitness guru. Taught Zumba from 20. <laughs> 11 up until probably 2019. Okay. 2019. Yeah, 2019, somewhere in there. I stopped teaching because they charge you for the music. They charge you for the choreography. So each month you're paying. Yeah, to be a Zumba instructor, you pay for, yes, ma'am. You pay for the wardrobe. You pay for the shoes. You pay for everything. You're buying into it. What? To represent their brand. You're paying for it. So it's 30 something dollars a month. Now I paid into that. I I was in love with Zumba because I was like, this is this still me yes. dance. <laughs> but let me tell you something that was funny. I went to a convention uh for Zumba, it was a Zumba convention. They have all these workshops and I wanted to take the hip hop workshop. Let me see what they do, you know, because Zumba is salsa, merengue, cumbia, it's all of those types of um Latin dances. Or, right. you know. Um so I wanted to see what they were gonna offer for hip hop. Don't tell me they play hammer. Please don't you tell know me. They did. Girl, I'm in that workshop feeling some type of way. Like, for real? (laughs) So I felt some type of way because I went up to the instructors and I was like, y'all do realize. Because they played You Can't Touch This. Okay. Everybody seems to only know him from You Can't Touch This. Only old heads know of Let's Get It Started and Pump It Up and all that Mm-hmm. Let's get it started. <laughs> oh my God. I met, I got an MC Hammer story too. I met him when I was in Los Angeles for the core DJ retreat and he was, he was really, really dope. He didn't okay, really speak much. Yeah, I can, I can hear you. Okay. Sorry about that. So yeah, they played MC Hammer and I was like really floored. <laughs> And I knew that I was mishandling myself um, in that moment because I'm like, how, how can you play this and not realize that you have one of us among you? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm in the class. So I went up to the instructors afterwards. I said, y'all do realize, you know. And they're like, no, really, really? But in fitness, people are so caught up on them being celebrities because they're the center they're the instructor yes they're the center and this is zumba and we're this and we're that Mm. so when i brought it to their attention and they minimized it my sister friend was with me lisa one of the ones that was in the club with me when i (laughs) met hammer she was there with me because she was a zumba instructor too right when we first saw the video come up i looked at her she looked at me she was like girl i said i know what the hell I was like, do you think they know? She's like, no, I don't think they know. I was like, well, how the hell are you going? We, we, we having a conversation because we're trying to understand. We're right. Way. right. So I said, should I say something? She's like, yeah, go tell them. So when I went up there to say something, I said, girl, they didn't even like blink her eye. She said, that's dope. And that's deep at the same time. Right. First of all, she felt like it was dope because they recognized Hammer to play him. And she said, but it's deep that they didn't even acknowledge I said, that's my fault because I'm mishandling myself. 
in this industry by hiding because of what we went through. Understood. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I had to learn a lot, but I let Zumba go and I was like, I'm <laughs> so y'all, I was mad at them. You know what I'm saying? So I don't teach Zumba anymore. I call it fitness dance. <laughs> And we just dance. I'll pick a song that I like, <laughs> crack it up, and I choreograph it, and and that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do. So yeah, this is just me. I'm not representing mixed fit. Nothing wrong with them or commit dance or you jam. They're all great, but um, just coming from where I come from, mm -hmm. I don't need to represent anybody else. Right. I've already done that. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. I represented Hammer and I represent Old Times 357. That's enough. Yeah. So let me brand myself. It, that's, that's, that's Absolutely. It Absolutely. Yeah. So that's so where that's you are currently. That's where I'm at currently. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And with that being said, you also wrote a book. You're an author. So I can you uh, elaborate on your book? It's called Conditional Truths with an S. Yes, and that means that under certain conditions, things are true at one time, might not be true the next time. Mm -hmm. They change, uh, you know, depending on what the condition is, what the situation is, we might need this to be true for us to do. X, you y, know what I'm saying? Z. We're not ready for this other truth because we ain't ready to grow, let go, move on, or whatever. Right. So that's what it was. But a friend of mine, Simonia Montgomery, I met her through another young man, um, Gerald Simmons. Sims? Gerald P. Sims, I think is his name. He introduced me to Raymond Ware. I'm trying to get the triangle here. The, 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 yeah, and then I met Simonia. Simonia is a poet. She's called the VIP. She does spoken words, and she publishes her own books. So I met her after I did an interview on Red Boy Radio here in uh, Texas. Mm -hmm. And uh, we became friends. She wanted me to contribute to her book called Pinning My Way Off Life Support. So I gave um, some poems to her to include in that book. And it was very, it was pretty dope because the book is black, but the pages are black and the print is white. So she had myself, herself, and some other women contribute to it. It's really dope. But I gave her a few poems and then uh, uh, she put it together and I shared it with some people. And then after a while, she was like, so you ready to do your book? And I'm good. <laughs> you said no? I did. What? <laughs> <laughs> you said no? Look, did you see how fast I said it? Right. Did you see how fast? I said it really fast. Like, now nah, I'm good. <laughs> I said it really fast. Like, now nah, I'm good. Like, one word, now nah, I'm good. So, yeah. Um, she said, why not? I said, I, you know, I'm not ready to share like that. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, I said, but I'll do it for my mom. My mom was always saying, baby, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. And so my thought is, let me do it if I have the opportunity before either one of us are no longer here. Mm. So I put it together, gave it to her, and then um, she did the editing. We came up with the cover, all that stuff. And uh, I said, I only want 10 because my thought is to give it to my mom, um, have one for my three boys, my oldest son, he's 36 now and I'm two my teenagers um and then a few other people you know just have a few for the family right. she's like okay I got you so I get the the rough draft um we went through that and then I get the final print one book of it it comes in the mail I'm in tears like oh my mm. god it's real <gasps> it's got my name on it oh my god I'm doing all this like oh my god and I'm running I show my husband like, oh my god like wow 
And so she goes, yeah, she said, I want you to um, take a picture of it, um, but take a picture, you know, with a book in your hand next to it and then say that uh, you're taking pre-orders. Uh, stop the presses. What are we doing? Stop, stop, stop. No, you're not doing that. Yeah, yeah. You're going to take pre-orders and autograph it. I was like, no, nah, that ain't what we said. That ain't what we know. <laughs> We ain't doing that. I so, did this uh, before. I let somebody else leave. Now, listen. <laughs> we ain't doing this. <laughs> okay, doing that's, right. that's right. Um, but needless to say, we did it. You mm -hmm. know, so I, I think I've sold over 50 books, maybe over 100. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unexpectedly. But uh, we still did it. The blessing is um, she's reached back out. She's like, are you ready for book number two? Uh, <laughs> I, I need one of those things right here. I just need that. Instead of this, oh my God, so yeah, so now I'm supposed to be working on book number two and it's supposed to be done by December. Exclusive access. So that yeah. was exclusive. For it those was. that didn't know, she's working it on book know. number two. Okay. Do you have a name no. for it yet, or is this all new? Is this all fresh? I do have a name for it. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um. And with that being said, uh. <laughs> I'll take the name. I'm just messing. The name is Left Me on Red. Ooh, that that could read a lot of ways. Yeah. That could left me on red. Uh -huh. Wow. Okay. I'm actually to be 100%. My I want to get my son to get into books. My mother, she's actually writing him a book about his glasses, his experience with glasses, and we're we're coming up with the concept. She wrote it already, but we're actually, you know, I want to see something in hand as well. So yeah. His his experience with what glasses? He just got glasses and oh how adorable! So we have the whole. I'm, I'll send it to you just so you can just read That's it and adorable. see it. But and and then um, I have a friend that I went to college with. He's doing the illustrations and he's already started yes. that. So I'm like, it's it's amazing. So be on the lookout for that as well. So we're we're knowledge. both. He's eight. He's eight. Oh, yeah, actually, I'll show you. Snookums. He's right Girl. Let me tell you. Oh, he's adorable. <laughs> Thank you. Girl, look at that face. He's into Let me tell all you of you it. Hold on to that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all I got to say, because my, uh, Sadiq, did you hear that voice? Did you hear that? Uh uh. Sadiq, come here, please. <laughs> yes, ma'am. This is the baby. Wait. This is it for. I don't have no more. <laughs> she said, this is Some, it. This, this is it. My oldest is 36. My other one, he's 19. He's in college. I got to check on him. Make you sure just dropped him off to college. I just saw that as well. Oh, my oh, goodness. Oh, my God. That was a lot. I bet. I could only So this imagine. one here is the baby. And... You you don't even have a shirt on. Oh you no! You heard me call you. <laughs> he ain't want to get on camera. That's what you it was. You want to get on camera so I can show you her what she about to encounter. You about to encounter hair across the lip, a deep voice. My son is already like I got a mustache. Can you see it? 
I'm like, no. Get out of my face right now. <laughs> Not at eight. So, yeah, that's what you've got coming, Joe. Mm. The nonchalant, don't want to be bothered, ain't got time. That's that one in there. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. So, spe- speaking of our generation or the ne- upcoming generation, can you give yes. um give us some advice for the culture? Something that you could leave um the culture with? Um, it, oh my God, to respect it, um, respect it, to protect it, um, okay, come on, you can come now. Come so you, this is what you're gonna have to deal with. Hold on, baby. Come on, so she can see. See this here? Hello. You got 10 ears and all of this here. 16. <laughs> Say hi with your voice. Welcome to Hello. Some Hollywood the podcast. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? 16. Oh my goodness. That's in eight more That's years you for me. I'm telling you, you're gonna wake up one day, he's gonna be taller than you. He's extremely tall now. And he wants to remind you that he's taller than you. Yeah. And, you know, the deep voice, he's going to say, Mom, I'm taller than you. He's going to do that like that. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, for the culture, I would just say um, respect it. That means that those that came before you, um, they did pave the way. Whether you like the way they did it or not, they did pave the way. Um, honor it with being your best self. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Honor it. Knowing the business, knowing your talent, always protect yourself in this business always own your talent in this business, you know, and then protect it. Just don't let people come in doing anything. It's kind of hard, but, you know, try to uh, minimize the shenanigans if possible. Educate you know? yourself for sure. Yeah. Educate. Just educate yourself. And I, I mean, even I have to do it because being in the entertainment industry, one that I did not know that I was going to be part of, uh, which is entertainment, and then secondly, of hip hop and rap, did not know. Um, we didn't get, I didn't get to um, be in the moment mm. with certain artists as we were touring with them. Right. So, yeah, we met Heavy D, loved Heavy D, you know, Big Daddy Kane, Cool Mo D, um, LL Cool J, uh, Salt and Pepper, JJ Fad, NWA, Ice T, you know, um, today with the RB groups, Boys to Men. Um, troop, you know, all of that. But I mean, I talked to some of them now. Like, I still talk to Steve from Troop. I still talk to uh, Big Bug, Bug from Today, Group Today. Um, and then, of course, you know, the MC Hammer family. I still speak and keep right. in touch with them. But, you know, sometimes you're just moving so much, this tours and it's this and that. You don't get to sit with people and really get to know them. So many you know moving I mean? parts that you... Moving parts, right. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you need to take those moments yeah. and really hold on to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you never yeah. know when you're going to get it back. If you're going to get it back. If you're going to get it back. Right. Right. Mm. right. Yeah. I need my plug back. <clears throat> yeah. So it's just... Um, that would be my thing is to respect it. Um, even as they're finding their way. You know, as artists, they're finding a way, respect it, um, and then protect it and honor themselves in it. You know, right, uh, of course. As they're entering it, yeah. Mm. 
I'll send you a picture of, of my setup Please. because it's it's this a little go down the street. <laughs> Make people nervous. <laughs> Roll my window down. Have a great day. <laughs> Have a good day. Ain't <laughs> got no sense. I'm telling oh you. Oh my goodness. <sighs> yeah. And when, is there anything that you want to leave us, um, or anything currently that you're working on? Because um, we're going to move on to our top five, um, which is it's supposed to be five questions, but I have three today. Um, but it's five questions, five answers catered to my guests. Um, and then we're going to do, you already gave me an exclusive access and then we're going to do our shout, our shout outs and social media, last words, and last but not least, the question of the day. So is there anything that you want to leave, um, our friends with, because once we do an interview, we become friends. Um, (laughs) so is there anything that you want to leave them with any, um, anything that you're currently working on that you want to let us know? Um, okay, so I am working on virtual classes uh, with my fifth pod, and then I'm with the health and wellness company, which is uh, Mella Lucas. So I'm doing the health and wellness all together, and possibly soon, maybe, maybe working with the um, activewear line that I just oh. recently got introduced to. So yeah, so there's fitness with my fifth pod. We're just setting up virtual classes. I'm gonna do that. Um, health and wellness, as far as you know, healthy home, healthy environment, healthy body. Um, Melaleuca, and that's an online wellness club. I hope they don't mind me saying it, but I'm doing that. And then um, working on my book. Yeah, I think that was it. And where where could oh where can they find you? Well, no, you can give that at the at the wind down because that'll. That'll give okay, you shout yeah, outs they, and so on. So Instagrams and all mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to move to the top five, um, which is, like I said before, five questions, five answers, but I only have three today. Uh, so let's get to it. Top five songs you created. Oh, for real? <laughs> okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild and Loose, Turn It Up. Um, do I like Honey? I like honey. Okay, I'm going to say honey. Okay. And then it's not your money. You said it's not your money. It's not your money, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who, who, made, who <laughs> makes the titles of these? Songs? <laughs> Look, I have no idea, but okay, but Turn It Up was a song. Turn It Up was a song. Okay. Honey was a song. Okay. I forget. I think James came up with honey. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hammer came up with that. Juicy got you crazy. He came up with that one. Mm. And then what was the other one I said? It's it was, not your money. Yeah. I don't know who came up with that. I really honestly don't. <laughs> not your money. Uh, hey, it's not, it's not, your, not money, your money. Not your money. Not your. Oh, I should have said yeah, 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 yeah. Did I say yeah, yeah, yeah? Yes, you did. Okay, good. <laughs> yes, yeah, so yeah. Okay, top five songs on your current playlist. Ooh. Okay, so I have Rashida. Ooh. Which is by John Lucien. Okay. And then I have The Dance by Prince. Okay. This other song I just learned about called Viola. Oh, hold on one second. Mm-hmm. I hope I don't lose you. Can you still see me <laughs> searching? <laughs> it's a black it's screen. It's called Viola Bella. Viola Bella. B-I-L-A-B-E-L-A by Amaro Frietas or something like that. Okay. 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 So I gave you three, right? Yes. Okay, and then the other one I like is Drake. 
Fair Trade. Okay. And then I like Woman by Doja Cat. Ooh. Okay. So the last one is top five moments in your career. Ooh. Soul Train, Arsenio Hall, The Apollo, um, Meeting Little Richard. Ooh. Ooh, and Meeting Patty LaBelle. <gasps> no, 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 no. Was that five? That was five, but you can get it. You we get you know we can make an exception. Meeting Prince and he kissed my hand. That's it right there. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yes, ma'am. Did he smell like lavender? <laughs> Did he? <laughs> Listen. I don't know what he smelled like. I was out of there. As soon as he did it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, he was probably yes. like, oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> so oh. those are my top six on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow, Prince. Oh, yes. that Now, yes. that's another story to tell in this own. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's get to the wind down, which is the shout out, social media, last words, and the question of the day. So you can go ahead with the shout outs. And a shout out to Jeff. Shout out to Jeff. Shout out, shout out to Jeff for loving the culture as much as he does, that he makes sure people such as myself are acknowledged and recognized, included, you know, and their stories are told. So shout out to Jeff. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Big Head. That's what I call Hammer. He's Big Head. Um, For his resiliency, for his um, idea, and for the invitation. I'm going to give a shout out to him. And shout out to my family for carrying me through all of that. Before, before, during, and after. Um, Shout out to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. For all of it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Shout out to the Lord. Um, um, and then my oldest son, my oldest son, yeah, because he, you know, he was there. Mm. He was there through it all, and I'm mm. sure he got some stories to tell. Oh, I'm hoping he don't look. <laughs> look let me tighten up my little <laughs> box here. Like, not just fixing your hair from a children from a child's perspective really like yeah. what how they see things so yeah, ooh, we, yeah. that's it i've never asked him anything about that really that you know i should ask him because he also produces he writes and he raps wow. so he's got it honestly now that will be a DJ. conversation to be yeah. in on it because be. i need to i need to speak with him on that for sure yeah. I never have, but we we went through. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's something. So shout to out do. to my baby. <laughs> my big shout baby. Out to your baby. Yeah. And where can they yeah. follow you? Um, I have it on the screen, but you can let them know. Um, at Sweet LD three five seven on Instagram, mm-hmm. and then Suhaila Sabir on Facebook. I don't have Twitter. I just couldn't do Twitter. <laughs> He was just like, nah. <laughs> it's a few things you say no to. I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm good. No, say it real quick. Now I'm good. And then I am Y Fitness is also on Instagram too. Yes. Um, that's my fitness. And the Mitchell Old Times 357. I'm trying to manage all the pages, child. Look, 
So tell them don't don't hate. Just go in there and follow. I'll, just go follow all of them. All of them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll post the official official Oaktown's three five seven. I believe is what it is. Yes. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, last but not least is the question of the day. What bothers Ooh. you about the industry and what will be your solution to fixing it? <clears throat> what bothers me is that at this, um, the deceit, mm. the deliberate deception, there's no need for it. No need for it. None whatsoever. It's enough money for everybody to have. There's no need to be um, deceptive with contracts, with points on, you know, um, royalties or distribution. Publishing. Publishing, any of that. There's no need for um, the deceit. So whatever creates that, and I'm not sure if it's just greed, you know, but um, if it were my business, that's just not how I would operate. That would be the only way I could change it. Is those who I do business with. That's not how I operate. Right. You know, get your fair share. It's it's enough money out here. We got cryptocurrency now. Come on, we got bitcoins. So many other ways. Definitely, so many other ways. It's enough to go around. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, you got YouTube now. People can just go on YouTube and be a musician and make money. So why do we have to steal in this industry? deceive people with these record contracts and to this day yeah that's what i'm how well you had artists back in the day literally passing away broke because the royalties didn't go to them Mm -hmm. publishing didn't go to them they own nothing why would you take somebody's stuff like that and you wouldn't have what you have if they were not singing like it's her voice you know it's his his playing the instrument or whatever. I mean, Prince of all people went through this. Yeah. You know, so he's putting slave on the side of his face. Why? So, yeah, that would be to me. I would just not, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. The deception, the deceit, the stealing, the just, I would get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Just don't throw them, throw them in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> Throw them under the bus. <laughs> That's it. Rip up the contract. You know what I'm saying? Yes, 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 yes. It and... really should be reversed where the artist is searching for the label mm. that fits the direction they want to go in and is going to do things according to what they see fit. Yeah. Not the label looking for the artist and now they pin the artist up and the artist has to do what the label they have to, yeah. that. Yeah. Reverse it. Yeah. At this you know point, there. What That's is it called it when you when they uh, control you? It. Yeah. There you go. That's pretty Above much it. what it is. And they still yeah. taking taking these deals to this day, and they still not business savvy as they need to be. Some of them aren't. Now, but this, even still, it's like, why would you have to know business like that? To yeah. That's true. That's absolutely yeah. 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 And then so the wording also the wording in the contracts too. Cause some sometimes exactly. it just be all oh, hell a lot the of words. Would not have a job. The A and R would not have a job. The video production person would not have a job if it wasn't for the ones doing the work in front of the camera. Yeah. Or in the recording studio. Yeah. So how do they get less? How? If it wasn't for us, it wouldn't yeah. happen. Mm. So I would just reverse that where you just you're you don't Live off of me like that. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. It's not okay. It's, it's okay. <laughs>
<laughs> well, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. Thank you so much for amazing um, questions. Great job. Stopping Great by. Job. <laughs> so Hollywood the Power. I try to I try to ask questions that I would want the answer to because it's not not just for the people. This is like I said before, this is for me because okay. I'm on the outside looking in and you know, if it wasn't for for you being a you know a dancer and then becoming an artist and you know so on and so, a lot of other people wouldn't become certain things you know in this thing called right. entertainment. So, right. Um, right. for me, it's it's all about learning the foundation and where you come from and where this thing called entertainment has come from. <clears throat> and so, you've yeah. definitely been a pivotal uh, person in this thing called entertainment, and I appreciate you and continue to do. Your thing, the fitness guru, uh, writing your second book, uh, your kids going off to college, just like so much success is coming your way. It has come your way and is coming your way because I'm I like to manifest uh, things in my life and I'm in that rim of 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 life, I guess. And um, like I said, I just really appreciate you. Mm -hmm. I really appreciate you for coming by and and gracing us with your stories and. Because if, if, if you wouldn't have told your story, nobody else would. So this is an outlet no, and a and platform. Mm -hmm, that, thank you yeah. for letting me do it. And I'm grateful to still be here to tell it. Yes. And I you. don't want people to think that I'm bitter. That's, is, that's just what happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just telling you what happened. I'm not speaking from a place of um, being bitter. Yeah. <laughs> You healthy. You 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 know you flourishing. <laughs> you doing stuff. <laughs> of course, and that's what that's what we need. And I, and I think I'm I'm there too. Like I've yeah. I've I'm starting to center myself and really like buckle down on taking accountability in that stage of my life because before it was hard. <clears throat> it was hard to say I did this. I didn't do this or you know what I mean? So now it's coming to a, um, a point in my life where I'm like, okay, I did this. How can we fix this? Or, you know what I yes. mean? Taking the positive yeah. out of the negative and just trying right. to, and not trying, but living my life the way it's supposed to be lived. So, um, yeah, and that, that's the part of, like you said, the accountability, but you have to have a little clarity to say, okay, well, when that happened, what decision did I make and why did I make that decision? Right. So you own it the whole entire time. Right. Um, so given what we were put in, I still think we did amazing. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And we said yes, because we kept thinking the video's coming. I'm saying. You need some t-shirts <laughs> that say, we say yes. <laughs> You know, but the videos were coming and we were doing things and, and we were making it work, you know, work. So, of course, you're going to keep saying yes. For sure. Um, we're, was the ideal situation um, environment? No, but we still got roses out of that. You yes. Know yes. Yeah. And so you're still today, getting them. My, um, today, my uh, manifestation affirmation is, um, and I just saw this on TikTok. Oh, I have TikTok, too. Um <laughs> I gotta post some videos, but um, what, dang, what did she say? She says, um, I just saw this manifestation. I've been saying it. Oh, oh, I don't chase, I attract. You said you don't chase, you attract. Yeah, I saw this at the, the um, affirmation on TikTok. I don't chase, I attract. Mm -hmm. What belongs to me will simply find me. And then I added to that blessed and protected. Yeah. That's what I added. So, yeah. 
Thank you. So, yeah, you want to take <clears throat> Thank you. Thank take you. that because I think it really works, you know, especially when you're in a good headspace and you're feeling good about stuff. So yeah. you're feeling, you know, something comes in, it's like, oh, I got to hurry up. It's just, hey. The anxiety get I kicking. Ooh, but yep. That I ain't no joke. So whatever is for me will simply find me blessed and protected. We're going to make it work. Mm, and that's how we gonna end this interview i appreciate hey, it namaste, <laughs> thank you so much make sure you guys like share subscribe this video and tell a friend to tell a friend because word of mouth is the biggest form of marketing and yes, follow so hollywood the podcast on instagram follow me miss hollywood and my ss hollywood 313 and then go to www www.allofhollywood.biz to find any information on myself as well as my guest um and yeah and you can you can be followed once again at s w e e t l d the numbers three five seven three five seven and we're gonna get up (laughs) out of here thank you jeff jeff was coming in and out of the live and shout out to him shout out to btp media group and um Yeah, tomorrow, oh man, it's gonna be another big show. I got Chubb Rock on the show tomorrow. What? Yeah, yeah. I saw it. him once. <laughs> it was this was some years ago. Uh oh, you got And it was Rock so story. funny because everybody is not an embracer like I am. But like and I have to apologize, but like if I have not met a person that I knew was in the music industry with me. Um, and I'm meeting them for the first time, I'm gonna immediately just give a big hug because right. I don't have all the other stuff around me. Right. Oh my God, he was so like, oh, don't. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh my God, it was so funny. But sometimes people are very uncomfortable. Of course. You know what I mean? Of course. So, yeah. yeah it was okay. I just remember that. It was in North Carolina, too. Mm. Yeah. Well, shout out okay. to you. Keep <laughs> present. <laughs> But yes, tell him I said hi. I will. I will. I'm sure he's going to watch this video. I'm going to send him this little clip. But I'm going to be like, you see what you did to this young lady? Do you see what you did? (laughs) To this day, she remember exactly what you had on. She remember. But I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to get him to talk about it. He's going to be like, no, I remember that. But I'm going to get him to talk about it. But like I said, I appreciate you for coming through. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, everybody that tuned in. Uh, Catch me tomorrow. I will be live two times, actually. And um, we're going to be out of here. Thank you again. Thank you again. Peace up, A-Town Down. Namaste. Thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Is it me or is it hiding here? Hey, 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 hey. Is it me or is it hiding here? Oh, I can't see you. Hold on. Let me put you back on the screen. Hey. There you go. Uh-oh, we got some dancing. Show me, show me the move that uh, Hammond showed you.
town down tomorrow join me live on instagram with none other than chub rock at 11 30 eastern standard time and then 5 a p.m eastern standard time i have a gentleman by the name of what is his name i can't think of his name oh no but tune in at five o'clock eastern standard time for more interviews with your girl it's hollywood so howdy with the podcast. Hot So hot Peace. And I'm out this thing like a chicken wing on the string. Yeah. To be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email So Hollywood the Podcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast and M I S S Hollywood 313. Looking to book your next studio session? Contact Session 420 at www.greenleafgame.com.